there's one thing you can count on with this podcast, it's family. And, you know, pop culture and shit, but uh, this is Dom, not the Dom Toretto, but Dom Esclavon, which ain't nothing to sneeze at, if you ask me. And I am joined by my uh, CGI ghost of Paul Walker, Nathaniel Groffalo. What up, what up? It's the big yeah. fast X extravaganza. Uh, Do you have like a ring light on right now or something? You no, have it's it, it is it's just the brightest light I on know. your face. I, it's something about like I don't know, there's just two large windows, but like the blinds are down. You look like powder from the movie Powder. I, I know this always happens uh anytime I don't record like in the latest of evenings or night. Like anytime mm. I join a video call, which is somewhat often for work stuff, like it's really, I get self-conscious and like feel weird because my face is just completely yeah. blown out. But like, there's really not that much light in reality. It's just, uh, it's something about the the webcam. I'm going to be honest with you. It looks terrible. <laughs> um, Hard to look at. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, in case you're feeling self-conscious about it in meetings and like worried about it in a professional sense, you should be cool. Cool. Um, well, I'm 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 all right. I'm hyped. Yeah, I'm that feeling being said, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's dive right in. <laughs> oh man, it has been a whirlwind of pop culture this week. I am yeah. kidding, of course. I am kidding. Everything's pretty much grinded to a halt, uh, especially mm. with like everything still going on with the writer strike and now uh, SAG is they're like inching ever closer to the picket line as well you have all these uh these networks coming out with their have you seen their new lineups for the fall season uh i don't probably not why what's okay well it's mainly it's just it do you remember the last writer strike and like the programming that came to be from that situation. Yeah, I remember famously like Heroes, and it was at that time, well, right? Right, but that was main. That's like you mean stuff that that's was product born out of it. Pro- yes, stuff that was produced because of the writers' strike. Oh, okay. Yeah, not something that was interrupted by it. Correct. Okay. Um, no, I, I can't say I've. Uh, I've seen. So this is stuff that definitely is like being produced from scratch without oh, yeah. writers or it existed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty and fast. How do you come up with a show that fast? I'll tell you. Reality shows. That's ah, it. Okay. Yeah. yeah that That's all sense. it is. So, um, well, what the CW is doing because they're hemorrhaging money already and all their shows are too expensive for them and are either like too long in the tooth. So they're just like, they're ending them and trying to like save as much money as they can. They pretty much canceled all of the shows that, you know, were their bread and butter. So like all those, uh, like the flash arrow legends of tomorrow art, uh, Riverdale, like all those, niche nerdy like sci-fi shows uh what is it supernatural like they didn't necessarily cancel them but they are they have ended and 
they're in this weird nebulous spot where they can't afford to produce those shows anymore, but they're the only shows that give them any viewership whatsoever. So they've decided, all right, we're cutting ties with all that bullshit. What we're going to do now, it's going to be reality TV shows and shows that have aired in Canada and shows that have already been canceled and maybe have a season or two. Mm. We'll, we'll put them on and we'll air them as CW originals. Mm. So like we're just recycled content. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't have cable and I don't watch whatever, wherever sure, the CW like streams stuff. Like, I don't even know. It's not only this- that, but I'm saying like ABC, their lineup for fall mm-hmm. is uh, Judge Steve Harvey for one night. <laughs> Abbott yeah. Elementary reruns one night. Golden Bachelor one night. Mm. And like, so you think you can, or uh, Amer- like whatever their dance show is, like they, they're just doing that. Yeah. That's going to be the content that people are absorbing. I, like on yeah. the ground level, you know, but that just means like, other, like prestige shit isn't coming out anymore. Like, I mean, yeah. will that'll dovetail into uh fucking severance, which we'll uh, talk about in a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, this puts a halt on everything. And we're only seeing the first effects of it, like on the ground level of network television and like halting their fall lineup and all this stuff. But I mean, there are other shows and movies that are like just on pause right now, you know? Yeah, that that definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's rough. I I think, though, like, I don't know, like when it comes to reality TV, again, I don't really stay that clued into all this. Like, I feel like there's like two classes of reality show Mm. content. There's like the shit that I wouldn't touch with a fucking thousand foot pole, which is like the voice and like whatever the hell. So all you're these saying like competition reality. Yeah. Yeah. Competition reality for sure. Um, but even stuff, I, I don't know. I never really gave the bachelor a shot, so I don't know if I'd like it, but when I think of reality in 2023, like reality shows, like obviously I'm thinking of like, if you want to come out with like just back to back love is blinds and mm. like uh, the uh, what's the other one that's in tandem with that? Oh, uh, ultimatum. the ultimatum. Like if you just want to a B those two like over and over and over again, I mean, I'll just take like I love. Uh, well, there's been some I don't like, but generally speaking, like uh, dating like love based uh yeah that's true you were down with uh, like love island uk for a minute too like you were yeah we went hard on that we still we don't like go back to back seasons or anything but we definitely like we'll watch a season then take a break and then pick another season uh we started watching the usa one because they started putting those on hulu but they're pretty Mm -hmm. good they're pretty good so sometimes the seasons don't hit but um generally speaking it's you gotta give it's not the same but i've been i've been on this for a very long time i'm gonna continue but now that we're we're in this new era of uh pop culture discussion 
Big Brother. That's yeah, all I'm gonna say. I, I'm I gonna know, throw it out there. I know you're big on Big Brother. Um, yeah, and this would have been the perfect time to do so because typically it's a summer show, but because of the writer strike, and they've done this before. Um, yeah, CBS has moved the Big Brother season from the beginning of summer. Like it usually starts like uh, first week of July, maybe last week of June, uh, and goes until like third week of September. Usually now it's starting August 2nd, day before my birthday, shout out. Uh, but now it's starting August 2nd and it's going to go through like November, I guess, which I don't know. It, I can't tell you why, because it's so it's ingrained. I've been watching the show every summer since I was, mm. I think, 12 or 13 when it first uh, debuted. So I've been watching the show every summer and the one uh, winter season that they had, which was during the last writer's strike, which is people like call it like the dark season. Like that season is like the gas leak era because it mm. produced like some of the most like disgusting people in reality, like in big brother history. But the fact that the show is now starting in late summer makes me want to peel the skin off my, like my body. I can't, it's a weird reaction I'm having. Like it doesn't feel right mm. at all. Like it's yeah. it, big brother is a summer show and it's, it's this weird thing where like they have the cameras running 24 seven and they have the live feeds. So you can like watch what's going on in real time usually. And since I'm on the West coast, I'm watching all the shit go down. Like there's a bit of a delay just in case like, shit goes down like one time years ago this guy like pulled a knife and put it to this woman's throat and they had to like intervene and get production in there and like get him out of there yeah there's always like issues so they have a bit of a delay but still i'm watching this on boots on the ground and it being a summer show it's like it's so lit i don't know it you're I mean, the night, the days are longer, the nights, they're warm. So you're staying up, you're watching, Mm. you're on, you're on forums, you're talking to people on Twitter about it. Like shit's popping off. Like it's, it's a fandom that's like alive in the summer. So it would have been fun to really get you like enthralled in that, or at least try to. But now it's starting in late August or uh, early August. So fuck off. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, because that's kind of what Love Island is supposed to be. Um, like, it's basically a daily thing, and you're, like, voting, you know, as mm. episodes are coming out. But, like, with the UK one, it's, like, you can't, like, they don't really do, like, live simulcasts or anything. Mm. Um, so you kind of got to wait for those. And the US one, I don't even know what that airs on. Um, but that's kind of what it's supposed to be. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with, uh, with the writer's strike and love is blind. Cause like, I don't know about, um, big brother, but it actually is pretty written because like one of the hallmarks of each version of love is blind for different countries is they hire this, like they hire a comedian to do mm-hmm. like to narrate the whole thing. And it's just like, con- it's like a mile a minute jokes, you know? So they got the, like some comedian on, on each version, just like roasting and like heckling everyone. Yeah. So that's obviously. See, I, I definitely remember that from what little uh, Love is Blind UK I did watch. Cause I tried to give it a shot 
given that you're into it, I was like, all right, let me see what it's all about. And that's one of the things that sort of like pushed me back from it a mm. little bit. Like okay. I was like, just, hey, sh-, like I don't need the constant narration. It's, sure. I don't, I don't know why, but it's, it's something that really like, I'm not in it at that point when I'm hearing that. So uh, that's something that is pretty, uh, like, I think it's on par for like British big brother. I'm not sure, but like, I know there's big brothers in every different country and like everywhere. There's a big brother for everything. So there's probably is, uh, that aspect where there's like a comedian riffing and telling like, jokes about what's happening like doing commentary shit Mm -hmm. while what's going on but the u.s big brother the only time you see the host is when a house guest is evicted and then they're interviewed by the host Mm. so it's like uh, a quick little five minute question and answer interview at the end of like a Thursday night or a finale night episode, which a lot of the fans are upset about is that the host, Julie Chen, who's been the host since the very beginning, isn't as like invested in the show. And she, it's clear, like she doesn't actually watch or take the time to like get to know like the real gameplay or the strategy. She's, she's a surface host and, uh, I'm sure PA gives her notes on like what's happened throughout the week and like things to ask, but she really doesn't know the ins and outs and the intricacies of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so she's she's known as Chenbot because she's so robotic mm-hmm. in her delivery Damn. in like all of her uh, interview style and everything. So yeah, there's no she's collecting that page. It's not heavily written. It pretty much, yeah. She is yeah. collecting them checks. That's all she's doing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's gonna be. Uh, I'm not hyped. Uh, like no. summer is like a really fun time for me because of Big Brother. But mm-hmm. now I gotta wait. I mean, it's cool. Like it'll be fun around my birthday. But eh, mm. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Rip. And now severance. What, season are, two when's that uh, gonna happen oh yeah i don't know i don't know uh well yeah with the writer strike and there was i think we talked briefly about i didn't really read up on it that much but there's some sort of beef i think between like the creator and i think ben stiller maybe it was like i don't really? I, just, I remember hearing about some sort of uh tiff in the uh, google that right now creative leadership but while you google that really quick um I do just want to give a shout out to because uh, at the top you said it's been a slow pop culture week, but not for me mm. because uh, the Cannes Film oh, Festival is happening oh. right now, and Can. so I okay okay am uh, following that intently, taking <clears throat> taking note of all the uh, what the hotness is. Um, a lot um, of good. A lot what's of good the stuff. scuttlebutt on the weekend's movie? The weekend's movie is that at can is that premiering yeah. at can i haven't it should be it it should be oh is it uh the idol yeah yeah that one um 
Is it actually supposed to be there? Or you're just, I don't Good know. Good fucking question. I don't, <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, I just assume it, that it, we'll be talking about that if eventually. It, if it is, uh, haven't seen coverage on that yet, but mm. um, yeah, a lot of exciting stuff. Uh, the new Scorsese. So what's happening in Cannes? Uh, well, oh. the, the new Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon premiered to uh, great acclaim. So excited about that. Uh, the new John- Great acclaim. What? Did they stand in like applaud for what over five minutes or something is that what you're about to tell me uh that's kind of the thing it can is you every film gets some minutes long Mm. ovation so everything gets a standing ovation uh the new indiana Mm. jones got like a five minute ovation and apparently it's not good which i'm devastated about but then wait, 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 wait. Were you really expecting it to be good? And secondly, why would they clap for five minutes if it wasn't good? Were they I mean, like, it's just hyped like that it's it just was a, over? It's just a respect thing. I don't know. It's because like everyone's mm. there. Um, it's just like a thing what? that happens. It it can, I guess, unless a movie is like. So they're a bunch of so fucking bad fair weather fans. Walking. They're a bunch of pussies. I, yeah, why are you know. happy about can? You know. Well, I, you know what they need? <laughs> they need me there. They need someone to tell it like it is. Yeah, well, it's not all critics. I mean, I'm only really listening to the critics that I follow on Twitter, but and just like hmm. the film scene or whatever. But uh, yeah, that, tweet that out I, right I mean, now. I, I don't know that I expected it to be great. I think because I mean, Spielberg's not doing it, so that's like I don't even know why it's really happening if Spielberg isn't going to do it, but. Um, kind of the sentiment that I'm hearing is, <laughs> which is crazy to think about, but I've seen multiple people say like, we don't know how good we had it with kingdom of the crystal skull. Hmm. Like that's what, <laughs> that's what people are saying. And it's like, uh, yeah, like it, it sounds like what fucking star Wars people were saying when the new trilogy came out, they're like, Hey, we had it pretty good with the prequels. Um, did people say that? Oh yeah, definitely. I'm, okay, uh, I'd, I'd have to take their word for it because, I mean, I'm not a big Star Wars head, but Me those either. prequels are shit, man. I, yeah, I think so too. I, I'm, I don't, I didn't even see all the new Star Wars movies, but um, I'm, I'm just I saying actually, that people. Saw okay, that. yeah, okay. Um, I've, I've, I heard that from multiple people. Basically, people said it's just like playing it very, very safe, and it just doesn't have the Spielberg what, the mastery. Indiana Jones movie, or yeah, it's playing it safe. Yeah, well, just that they basically everyone's just sort of like, there's no like what, there's no reason to do any of this. Like, it's not really. Um, saying anything or exploring anything interesting. It's just sort of like what did what did the one with Shia LaBeouf explore, and what did that one say? Uh, well, I think that was a criticism at the time, but it still seems to. I think people are looking at it in a fonder light now. I I don't. It's been a while since I saw Crystal Skull. Uh, I'm just saying what people are saying about this. That it's just like okay, why like why like why do it? Just seems to be like hmm. the sentiment that I'm hearing is like what what was so interesting that this needed to happen? Like what what like there's yeah, nothing. Yeah, ab- I kind of feel like everyone is always asking that question with Indiana Jones movies. That that's why I'm asking like what did people say about 
Crystal Skull movie, and you're like, ah, people are looking about it, looking at it fondly right now. And I'm like, yeah, because they have this new dog shit in front of them. So the old fart in their face, you know, didn't seem too bad a few years back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You you get what I mean though, right? Like they have like they have something that they saw and everyone ripped to shreds and no one liked and everyone was like, oh, Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. And now you're telling me like, because this new one came out, everyone's like, oh, you know, that one had some juice. I don't know. Let's run it back. I, I mean, is that impossible? I mean, how is it? No, it's not impossible. Well, I just find I- it. I think it's, it's exactly what you, like we we kind of discussed this. We we came to this uh, same conclusion, except opposite when we were um, first initially discussing the Batman because I had seen it first, and you you're like, okay, I'm hearing all this stuff though, and I just feel like it's it's the opposite of recency bias where everyone went out and they saw Matt Reeves' Batman, and they're like, okay, now this is Batman, where. You were talking to me and you're like, well, okay, but how quickly we forget about Nolan. Now it's the exact opposite where everyone's shitting on this new Indiana Jones. But I just remember a few years ago where everyone was shitting on Indiana Jones. I mean, to where like, I, I was like a soft, I was surprised I was that they were making this high one. school when that came out. I don't know what so, to tell you. I mean, time is a flat more, circle, more my guy. I don't know where ago. I was. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, well, okay. I don't. Yeah. I. I don't know. I. I don't. Uh, wait, I don't understand. I don't uh, know that. Now I, I'm curious. Curious what? I want to know the gap between that movie, Crystal Skull, and whatever the third one was, because Crystal Skull is number four, right? Yeah, the Last Crusade came out, I think, in '89 or '90. Hmm. So it, it was a longer gap between. Uh, the fourth and the fifth. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, Crystal Skull came out. People didn't really like it at all. And it was sort of like, okay, well, you, you, it essentially ended the series with three and then you came back for no good reason. (laughs) And then it was like, no one liked it. And then you're going to come back again, but without Spielberg, which is just like, if you're going to make something that's not that great, at least have like Spielberg doing it. So it's technically great. Um, well, you know what he's doing, right? They're getting, they're getting you ready for six. No. They, Spielberg's coming back for six. <laughs> um, great. I don't know. I mean, he's doing the Napoleon series uh, next based on Stanley Kubrick's thing, but... That's probably going to take a while. Like they're finally doing Napoleon Dynamite's college years. <laughs> yeah, Kubrick um definitely yeah, he wrote Napoleon Dynamite college years. He was obsessed with Napoleon Dynamite, not the historical yeah. figure. Uh who would be a yeah. short fucker? Finally, someone's paying John Heater. Someone's giving John <laughs> Heater his flowers. Yes. Yeah. So that'll be big for Vote for Pedro. That'll be Remember big that? for John Heater. They're, yeah. they're bringing it back. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I didn't expect to go down to Indiana Jones. That's like the least exciting uh, stuff out of can. But well, you led with that, so I figured it was I, hot. I uh, just mentioned it because uh, obviously I have a soft spot for Indiana Jones. 
Um, yeah, he's like your guy. I know. I Which want- it's nuts that he he was like you. He's the thing that imprinted on you. I don't know. What, it is what it why? is. Why? What guy from the nineties was, or the the what like old series was supposed to imprint on me more? Well, no, it's what, just we had this choice? discussion. No, we had this discussion last week where all the obvious shit like Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles, oh, like yeah. all that shit, Power Rangers, <laughs> like you were like, eh, True. this middle aged man <laughs> yeah, <laughs> skulking around caves. I like hit like even Batman didn't do shit for you because like you were coming up when like Batman was <laughs> at, at I don't its know. peak, like in the early 90s. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's that. You're uh, like, nah, I want, I want this, this teacher, this professor. <laughs> I want, yeah. Uh, um, it, not that Harrison Ford wasn't fucking cool as Indiana Jones, but yeah. it's just, it's, it's fascinating to me. I, yeah. It, it, yeah when you lay out those attributes, uh, without context, like, I guess it is pretty weird, but everything else is built for a child's attention span, <laughs> like bright colors, karate, yeah. fucking explosions. Uh, and you're like, what about that dude looking at dusty books? Mm. I mean, I don't know. It's the whimsy and the just of Spielberg. I don't know. It did something to me. Fair enough. As a kid, and my, I, I don't know, we just, we had the VHSs around the house, and I just, it was just one of those things. I was like, let me just watch this over and over and over again. Yeah, I think the only early Spielberg, not even early Spielberg, but the only Spielberg in Casa de Esclavan was E.T. and Hook. That's it. Mm. And I think we had, like, Amistad for, uh, you know, for for appearance reasons. I don't know that we ever watched it or took it out of the plastic, but it was there. It was on the shelf. Sure. We had to get sure. the purchase in. You yeah, know? Of course. But uh yeah, I think that was like the only Spielberg in the house. Like I think we rented Indie or we watched it on HBO back in the day because I remember wait, no. Eh, I was gonna I think I remember like Indy running from the boulder and like someone eating mouse, not mouse, uh, not mouse, monkey brains. Does someone eat monkey brains? Yeah, but the, those are two different. You, okay. The, but he, he runs from the boulder in the first I one. I remember them. I remember the Raiders movies. of the Lost Ark and they eat monkey brains in uh, Temple of Doom. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um, I was there. I had boots on the ground. All right. For sure, for sure. Well, I don't know. That's uh, what I've been paying attention to. Uh, new Jonathan Glazer movie, whatever. We don't need to get into it. I'm hyped. Whoa. Why? Jonathan Glazer. Um, I don't know. He's uh, a great filmmaker and he doesn't really make features he does what else has he done he does he makes like a feature every like 15 years or something so jonathan glazer look him up uh his last movie was under the skin with uh scarlett johansson it was like oh that guy love his work um can't say i actually ever he's a 
Yeah, he's a very prolific um, commercial and music video director huh. as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, his new film, The Zone of Interest, it's getting very uh, rave reviews, which just has me more hyped. So have no idea when that'll okay. come out, but course year into this me uh i couldn't be caught dead watching this i would never Mm -hmm. yeah that's why i'm here well nathaniel i mean where were your people during world war ii that's all i'll say um oh yeah it is a historical world war ii flick yo Where are we going? Like, what are we talking about? Are we talking television or uh, let's say, movies? Let's like, save that for the end. Let's, I mean, okay. Why, why don't we do the premiere? Oh, topic. Before we do that, I, uh, I decided to wet my beak with a little, uh, little, I want to dip my toe, little, little Ari Aster. You know, Bo is Afraid was mm. trending on Twitter again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's going on? Like, did it drop? Like, is it is it available? Like, can I find it? I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to like subject the girlfriend to Bo's afraid. Yeah, that's that's a big thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I mean, I know that's what I did to myself, but mm. I was pre- like, I I was pretty much prepared. Like, I was like, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. I knew I was going to experience something, like for good or for worse. Mm-hmm. But uh. We're at home. She was like, let's watch a movie. It's like, okay. I mean, there's something there. There's something out here. I know I want to watch it. I haven't seen mm-hmm. not Midsommar. That's got too much hype around it. You know, that's it's built up too much lore. Oh, you see, did you check out hereditary, you know, it, baby, I got s- a little Tony Collette. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm hyped to hear what, your take on that was because I like hereditary more than Midsommar, but I know Midsommar is like, yeah, everyone is too hyped about it. It's good. Commercially. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. I didn't see I'm watched, but I've heard things. So I'm sure I'll watch it eventually, but hereditary man. (sighs) What is this guy's deal with his mom? What's going on? What what's going on with Ari Aster? Yeah, he, he well he he took he kind of took a break from mom specific things with Midsommar. So you're doing mm. like the two mom flicks, but it's is two Man. out of three. So I don't know. Yeah, but there's something there. Apparently, he has a good relationship with his real mom. I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess so. He's putting it all on the page. Um, it was. It wasn't as visually like jarring as sure jarring or um inventive or anything is like Bo was afraid i think yeah, like well I- me seeing that is like i don't know it, it, of course like that's going to color everything that i i watch of ari asters now May, maybe it was stupid of me to do that and watch that one first but man i love that movie i think like i yeah either way um watching hereditary was it was fun and only because like I knew of like 
the thing that happens to Charlie. Oh, but I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know when. I just knew that, yeah, the thing was gonna happen, and we're like, my girlfriend and I were watching it. She doesn't know what type of movie it's gonna be at. I don't even know what type of movie it's gonna be at because I only know about that one thing. So yeah, yeah, that that thing that happens happens, and. I wish I was recording my girlfriend for like, <laughs> there has to be like a hereditary yeah. reaction like oh, thing out there because that moment was, oh, it was. Ooh. Yeah. I fuck. And yeah. then the fact that they cut back to it later with the ants day in like midday. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, and no. Tony Collette. Oh yeah. Fucking killed it. Insane performance. But yeah, well, my experience with Hereditary, because that was his first uh, feature film, but <clears throat> I watched it uh, in the theater when it came out, and that was just based on the fact that back when it came out, like in the months or like year leading up to it finally releasing, there was just nothing but like festival hype. Like everyone was like, whoa, mm. there's this movie, Hereditary. It's like, and there was just so much like, scuttlebutt around it and everyone was just sort of like it's a horror thing don't look into it too much and so i was just like i had no idea what to expect uh, other than i knew it was a horror thing and it was probably going to be pretty big and i went to go see it in the theater and that was like one of my most like memorable theater experiences because it was packed nice. And everyone yeah. was on the same page about it. Like, so you could just hear a <coughs> pin drop at that Charlie scene in the car. Oh, like, yeah, it was just like, I felt like I literally felt like nauseous for like half of that movie, <sighs> like seeing it in the theater, just being in that environment with that energy. And just, especially the, the scene at the end too, when everyone sees what it, it takes people like, you know, mm. 10 seconds or so to like see in the dark, yeah. in the darkness, in the shadows. And, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and like you would hear someone gasp and you're like, wait, what, what, what am I missing? And then like you see it and you're like, oh my God. That was exactly how we were watching the movie is I would like, we were watching it and I would see like the thing on the ceiling, like yeah. in the rafters or whatever. And my girlfriend was just sitting there. I go, oh shit. And she's like, what? And I go, look like, what the fuck yeah uh it was so good uh yeah no it i i dig ari aster i think he's nice. a creative uh filmmaker and like i can't wait actually to watch bo's afraid again because it fucked mm. with my head so much yeah that i'm looking forward to like going back and trying to piece it together and like especially just pay attention to shit that i didn't catch the first time around but yeah, like the f the first thirty minutes being just like like a living panic panic attack, and <laughs> yeah. I remember just like clinching while I was watching and telling myself yeah. to like relax. Oh god, yeah. The fact that he could do that, uh, good stuff. Yeah, wild. Um, yeah, I'm definitely interested to see what you think of uh, Midsummer whenever you check that out, because that is mm. like, uh, yeah, just like a hardcore breakup movie. Uh, Ooh. a breakup movie in the most um, <coughs> explicit of it's ways. A, it's about a son breaking up with his mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but yeah, no, that's, that's awesome that you checked out hereditary. Yeah. I would, yeah, it sucks. My girlfriend does not do horror movies or just anything. What? Even At all? She can't stand anything even remotely scary. There have been like things mm. that I don't even consider scary that we've put on that she's like had to be like, ah, we can't do this. And I'm like, wow. Okay. So yeah, that, that. So like, what about Scream? Hmm. She could probably. Is she there right now? Yeah. Ask. Still, she'll do screen because, of course, I would like for us to do the six screen movies because they they did that fucking cool thing where they were good, they were not good, and then they came back and they were still not good, and they came back again and then they were really good, mm. just like the Fast and Furious. So. Of course, we're going to have to watch all six of these Scream movies, mm-hmm. but the likelihood of you being able to do that without her around is like slim to none. So I'd like to get her on board if possible. Mm-hmm. So hey, throw it out there. Have you seen Scream? Have you seen all of them? Yeah. Would you watch? There's them? six. There's six. Would you like those aren't too scary for you, right? Are they too scary? Uncomfy scary. She said they're uncomfy scary. Oh, I heard it was adorable. Um, uh, okay, we'll figure something out. I don't know. But I mean, we've watched things with like lots of blood in them too, haven't we? Hmm. I don't know, whatever. Um, well, yeah, it's just the way this new screen movies are going is if they don't do the thing that they're like inching towards, ah, it. I don't know. I, I, mm. I drive down to fucking Paramount or wherever they are and I blow up the entire organization because they have the opportunity to do, to do something so dope with this new franchise. But we'll see if they pull it off mm. or not. But I would love to to hear like what you think of the franchise <clears throat> as a whole and the new direction they're going. So okay, we'll see. that sounds exciting. Yeah. Um, of course, there's a lot of stuff in the middle there that I'd have to get through, but sure, 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 sure. Um, but yeah, I haven't really, what? I haven't really checked out oh, any new okay. movies or any old movies. Uh, I, I just mm. haven't really watched anything other than Fast X, of course. Okay, but before we get back to that, sure. When we before we get to the, you said you haven't been watching anything. We got to get you back on that snowfall train. Oh, yeah. I don't want you to fall off the rails. I want you to be, I want you to take those rails. I want you to rail them, like snort a bunch of rails, watch a few episodes of snowfall. This can be an overarching thing where we keep track of whether or not it's cooking, where you like, how you're feeling about this series. Does it belong in the conversation of prestige tele- uh, television of the last like 15 years? this new renaissance of television that we're in, you know, mm-hmm. let's get you back in the mix, man. Okay. Yeah. How many, how many episodes can we get you down for son? I want to put you down for four episodes. Can we get you down for four? Uh, I can't, fortunately I can't commit can't to guarantee anything today. Four. All right. Can't, can't commit son. All right. Uh, do I have a guarantee that you will put an effort to, uh, get a number out for me? You'll get a number. You'll get a number of episodes. A number. 
All right. All right. Zero is a number, though. So, uh, you son of a bitch. Um, okay. I mean, the thing is, we, we're sort of doing the same thing, but in a pop culture way now. Whereas, uh, we're checking out, instead of checking out anime, we're checking out like hour long dramas or comedies or stuff like that. But, uh, Succession and Barry, they're ending uh, next week. Yeah, I know. Wild. So two series finales yeah. on the same fucking night. Yeah. Crazy. What, what are we talking about after that? You know what I'm saying? No like idea. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure out some other stuff, man. Mm-hmm. You know? And luckily for you, I'm a pop culture fiend. Like I I put that shit in my veins, but you are a man with only a few hours a day to commit. <sighs> you know? Yeah. True. You're a busy businessman on the go. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll I don't see. know. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. You know, um, what we did see though. Fast X. Saw a family reunion. That's what we saw. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> actually, though, just to kick off our Fast X discussion, I, <laughs> I randomly saw this on Twitter like just a couple hours ago. It's apparently Ooh, the Chinese Twitter. titles for all the Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you Go seen for have it. you seen these? No, I mean I've heard of some of them and I know they're called wild shit in different um so, like provinces and whatnot. But yeah, yeah so the, the, these are China's titles. Um some of them are probably I'll just like say the names and see what you, which one you think it is. Or should I say I'm oh, like, is it, wait, like, is it obvious? Like which ones would be, well, which? here, I, I'm going to say some random ones out of order and just, you can tell me what you, which one you think it is. Okay. So I won't, if I start from the beginning, you'll like, no, but all I will say is that generally the series is called wild speed mm, in China. I'm not mad at that, but okay. So here's one. Wild Speed colon Sky Mission. Okay. So Wild Speed Sky Mission. Which which fast movie uh, do you think that is? I want to say number seven. Yes. Oh yeah. All right. All right. I had to remember what happened in seven. Sick. Okay. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. Okay. Um. This one's going to be a lot harder, and I won't follow you for not getting it. Wild Speed Max. Hmm. I'll get... Wait, Tokyo Drift. No, Tokyo Drift is actually... It it actually is Wild Speed X3 Tokyo Drift, so... Wow, see, I didn't know if China would be cool with, like throwing tokyo in the title or not mm. like i thought they had beef you yeah. know well I'll, I'll say this there are two films back to back one is wild speed max and one is wild speed mega max so those are two subsequent what films max and mega max <laughs> yeah fuck okay uh eight and nine then no unfortunately nine is not on here Okay, so what the hell is Max and Max? If so, they're telling me like, wait, no, okay, wait. So are they saying <laughs> Max is four and Mega Max is five? Yes. 
That's what it is. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I see the logic. I see the logic because, like, even with the original Fast and Furious naming um, convention, I believe they dropped the the in four, you know? So it went, like, the Fast and Furious to to Too Fast, Too Furious, to Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, to just Fast and Furious. And then five was Fast Five. So if you're wild speed, I guess four being max would make sense because you have Paul Walker and Vin Diesel back. You get me? Like, am I sure. making sense? Yeah, that make that logic makes sense. I feel like I am a coked up ad executive in China right yeah. now, trying to explain to them why they need to name this Wild Speed Max and Mega Max. Mega Max. I don't like uh, five. Uh, uh, whatever. Whatever. Okay. Fine. Right. Whatever. Um. Okay. So these ones will probably be. Well, let, let me throw let me throw you a curveball. Too wild, too speed. <laughs> is, is that no. one of them? Fast two, fast and fast two are boring. Uh, the original is just wild speed, and then two is wild speed X two. Um, That's so fucking lame. But, well, here, let me throw this one at you. Wild speed super combo. Wild speed super combo. Is that the one with Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, that's Hobbs and Shaw. Whoa! <laughs> yo, give me some fucking heat you, for that one. You've gotten them. Uh, all, yo, you've gotten them all so far. Okay, there's two. There's two more left. Uh, okay, Wild Speed Euro Mission. Huh. That's six. Yeah, and then the final one here, because nine and ten are not on here. Uh, Wild Speed Ice Break. Eight is eight, yeah. Wow, good job. Fuck, only it can only be you. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't know why that is something that I can do, but fucking putting that on my LinkedIn, bitch. Let's get it. Bezos, hire me. Uh, yeah, let's get into Fast X or Fast 10, your seatbelts. Look, man, um. This movie had an impossible task, all right? It had a Herculean effort. It needed to wet our whistles for the for the next two. The, you know, this is like Star Wars. This is like uh, the one where everything goes to shit right before the rebels rally and they beat Darth Vader and his crew. What's that one? You know what I'm talking about. You're a Star Wars head. You've seen them all. I think that one would be Star Wars 2, Lightsaber Max, Wild Max. Uh, Fuck you. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's probably the second one, right? Of the original yeah, who trilogy? knows? I don't know. I don't know Star Wars. Um, look. It was fine. <laughs> all right. Huh. Okay. I watched it twice. Oh my As God. I said, I would. Jesus. Look, Nathaniel, I had, I had a familial ob- obligation, not Did- just to Dom Toretto, but to my father. But- I saw it. I knew I was going to see it one time, 
And my dad wanted to hang out and go to breakfast and see a movie. So there was no way we weren't seeing this. No way. Yeah, there's no way. Uh, I mean, I could have seen what? What? What else could I have seen? I don't know. With my dad. I could have seen Guardians 3 again. Oh, so Jesus. I'm, what? What else is out there? This is like torture world you're putting me through. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Was this better or worse than F9 to you? Man, okay. Uh, that's a tough sell. Because. because or, go okay, ahead. good. Okay, look. It's tough for me because. F9. I don't know. F9 felt like cool. We're getting back to the movies. It was it was my I think like one of the first movies I saw post pandemic, you know, so Mm -hmm. it's got that glow around it. I think I like it for the absurdity of introducing a brother to our main character nine movies in that we did not know about like yeah i like it for the dumb bullshit that they try to pull not necessarily structurally do i like anything about it you know like it's it's entertaining in the spectacle not in like this is enjoyable like i'm seeing something that's fun i wouldn't go that far no nine nine is like on the lower tier of my rankings. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, I wouldn't say this speaks to the quality of fast X, but I think I enjoyed this more than F nine, but, but I guess just with an asterisk that this was still, uh, I don't know. I, I have a lot of questions and th- things I guess we'll get into, but I I can answer them I because was, as I have told you, I've seen the smooth twice. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just sort of I guess my biggest okay. question is just I'm generally confused with their strategy on like what exactly they're doing <laughs> in these final three movies. Like, how is this like They're just based on everything based on this first installment of the epic three part finale. I'm mm. just curious how this is what they landed on for like the culmination of all things seems a little strange to me. If that, I mean, you're, you're talking about part one of a three part ending. I mean, you've only seen one part. You don't know what's happening next. Uh, I have a hard time believing Jason Momoa is just going to like die five minutes into the, I like, I feel like he's going to ride it out. Like he's going to be, yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know. I, I I don't really know how, what's going to like shift in the day. He's going to get a mech suit in the second one. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I mean, honestly, I guess I, I do appreciate his just, I mean, he is the closest to a I, Jojo villain that we're ever going to get. I out was of just the, about to, okay, I was going to ask fast, you. <laughs> the fast movies. Set, like, everything aside, like, Momoa was here favorite part of the movie because this motherfucker, it was like he, he was like, 
I get to be in I get to be the bad guy in one of these fucking movies. Sign me up. And I I don't know. I felt like he was having fun. You know, yeah. he wasn't taking it too seriously at all. No, I, I mean, it was like pretty infectious, I would say. And I mean, honestly, it was refreshing to see a villain just be as absurd as these movies are. Like, it is kind of annoying when you get these villains who are just like ultra Super serious. serious. Yeah. Like, he is literally the goofiest motherfucker I've like <laughs> ever seen. And, and like, Again, it is weird to like juxtapose that with like, this is the epic finale. <laughs> Your final boss is like yeah. the goofiest weirdo of all time, but he's wearing like big ass shark tooth necklaces and um, like granny sunglasses and scrunchies in his hair and like big billowy blousey shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he's painting his nails while also. Um, talking to dead bodies that he's propped up. I don't know. He Momoa was on some shit and it worked for me. Yeah, no, it, it definitely was entertaining. It definitely was entertaining. Um, I mean, yeah, it's like, cause I think, uh, I remember us talking in the F nine discussion where I was just sort of like lamenting the like need that they felt they had to like explain what the fuck, stupid device uh sure. john cena was after and then like none of it made yeah. any sense and like in yeah th in this i do i did really appreciate just the dumbed down simplicity of like you fucked with me once and i'm just gonna fuck That's with your what world i like, was Motherfucker, i said that shit to you last week i was i, I, I told you that I, I didn't know that this is what he was gonna be like i thought he was gonna be a totally straight laced villain i just I was, didn't know yeah i didn't care either way i didn't know he was going to be this weird I, I had like inklings based on what i could see him wearing like just based on like costuming i was mm -hmm. like okay this guy seems like eccentric but yeah. i was just saying that it's gonna it's gonna be fun based on the fact that they're not after anything this time they're just trying to survive yeah which is always more fun than we gotta get god's eye like <laughs> yeah. what yeah no it, who cares it was more fun i still think it would have been 10 times funnier if he if jason momoa was just like a random grunt <laughs> on the bridge like the fact that he was like uh you know the son yeah, of the, the son the guy i was like okay whatever but it just would have been way funnier if he was just like some random <laughs> yeah he, nameless he, grunt he number four big, or something big reveal and he's like i was making my way up through the ranks <laughs> any day now i was gonna get shift commander until Dominic Toretto came through. And yeah, that, that could be his thing. Like, who knows? But how did you feel about um, the big reveals? Like, there were two. Uh, I mean, one of them has to be like, like uh, the end, like the stinger yeah, yeah. at the end. Yeah. Uh, the the or, reveals as in like or, or, the two cast members that are back. Yeah, so you're talking about the end and then the post credits. The post, yeah, yeah. Folks, we're getting into spoilers. Look, waste wasteland pop. We talk spoilers. Get into it. Here we go. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, the. I mean, yeah, like, we knew about the post credit. We yeah we we knew that the Rock was coming back, 
Oh, well, I didn't really know any other details other than that. So I kind of thought he mm. was going to show up in the movie. And then when he didn't, like in the main part of the movie, I was like, oh, he must be like the post credit scene. But the ending ending of the movie, uh, it, it was just a thing for me of like, I remember her being a character, but I just don't, <laughs> I didn't have the like, oh shit. I was, she, what dude, she's Han's great love. I mean, I, I vaguely remember all this, but I mean, come on, Fast Man. Five. I watched this years and years and years ago. Uh, she died in Fast Six. Whatever. Same thing. Oh, whatever, man. No, no, it was brutal. <laughs> uh, she, it's on that impossibly long fucking runway, and she oh, yeah, falls yeah, into yeah. the abyss. <laughs> like, well, it's, that's the thing. Her body falls into shadows, and it's just like, oh, Giselle's dead. And then in the next movie, <laughs> Paul Walker really dies in real life so mm. yeah i don't know they just they fucked themselves with that one but, yeah yeah now I mean, giselle is back thank god i mean uh han and she's yeah well han, go, yeah han, go ahead with han han and her in the next film assuming they get to meet up i mean they're on like different ends of the earth but uh yeah, she's like a submarine captain now. <laughs> she's got a whole new life. Yeah, she's just been down 30,000 leagues below the sea this entire time. <laughs> That's this. The balls on this fucking movie. Like people don't. And I can't wait for them to like retcon uh, John Cena's death. To, oh, yeah. Like, I, like, because what the fuck was that? I was just like when when that happened and he like sacrifices himself, I was like, OK, I mean, we are literally like seeing him literally explode in a car. I'm like, this means nothing. Means nothing. This means absolutely nothing like kurt russell opened a secret hatch under the ground and like sucked him yeah, into it he slipped through into like a tunnel that took him to russia for like a month yeah um i don't know i mean speaking of uh or well what what did you think of the uh the giselle thing uh i was like i was shocked but i shouldn't have been shocked for the same reason the Rock is back, is that Wonder Woman 84 flopped, so she's got nothing else cooking right now. So, of course, she's coming back to the Fast franchise. She called up Vin Diesel, or Vin Diesel called her, and basically said, like, anything's possible. Giselle, she fell on a stack of mattresses and got amnesia. Cypher took her in and taught her everything she knew about submarines. Yeah. Boom. This is the... Yeah, I mean, this is the um, very slippery slope of like creating a universe where death means nothing. Is yeah. is that like what, what am I supposed to think when John Cena quote unquote dies? Not even when he dies. Like it's not like he gets shot or something and falls over, and it's like okay, maybe who knows? I don't know. But we watch him like set his cannon El Camino into like rocket mode. So he all four sides are thrust into the air by cannons and he falls on top of a cavalcade of bad guy SUVs and is engulfed in like uh, the largest plume of fire. So there's really no ambiguity. It's not as if he had on any protective gear or anything like that. We watched all of this happen. We saw it from different angles, but you fucking know that in Fast 12, fucking 
uh, Hezekiah's reckoning, where Dom is like racing to the gates of heaven to rescue Jacob before midnight, and Hades has his son's soul or some shit like that. Jacob's gonna pop out of the helicopter hatch, and he's gonna be like, "Mr. Nobody saved me. I never <laughs> died." And yeah, Dom's gonna be like. You got some splaining to do, little brother. And then he burns out on, like, St. Peter's front lawn or some shit. I don't know. But, I, yeah. yeah any, that, that's going to happen. Anytime a character dies and then comes back to life, all the other characters just have this sort of, like... <laughs> you like, son of a bitch. <laughs> reaction, just, <laughs> like... Uh, Ugh. Of course you did. Yeah, like, and, I should have known. And it's just like, where the fuck have you been all this time, for Christ's sake? We mourned you. We mourned you. Like, Han is setting up yeah. dating profiles right now. Yeah. Ugh. And she's, like, smiling, like, mm, just, you know, doing my thing. Just been on a submarine. Doo-doo. And, like, with the last movie, Han, he had this whole mission where he had been caring for this young girl who had a biometric code inside her body or some shit who is now like gone. Where's that girl at now? I thought she was a part of the family. I thought she was going to be like in the crew. You remember the girl from like F9? The girl that Han was protecting? Yeah, yeah. That was just Yeah. That was just something yeah. for him to do while he was But that's fake what I mean. Dead. They gave him that. What are they giving Giselle? A submarine? What is she? What has she got going on? She's just yeah, yeah, and like, why is she working with uh, Cipher? With Cipher, yeah, I don't. Man, I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, where? Do I, what about Brie Larson, though? How do we feel about Brie? I mean, it was just fucking. She's <laughs> Mister Nobody's daughter, and she's just fucking Brie Larson. I know, like she's just Brie Larson. Like I, I didn't think is that how Brie Larson is. Huh? Is she? Well, you're saying like I'm assuming, like, are you saying like she's just Brie Larson? Meaning I mean, that's like she's being herself and not a character? Because I don't, I don't know from Brie Larson. I don't, I don't really. I guess I don't I, see her reels. I guess I don't know. I mean, she just whatever I mean by it. I guess I just mean like. Um, She's just sort of here. I, I don't know that she really mm. adds anything of like value to the series. Like now, hear me out. I initially theorized on a different podcast uh, that she was gonna be Paul Walker's sister. Yeah. In universe, mm. do you think that would be better or worse than what they did here, making her the daughter of Mister Nobody? I mean, having her be the daughter of, Miss, of Mr. Nobody is just like, I could care less. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like having her be uh, Brian's sister would have been, she might not have been as, a, like, I don't know. It still could be a mad performance, but I think there's more, uh, there's more um, that could be done with that. Yeah, because with this, she's just another random suit of the. So, hear me out. The character that they introduced in 
fucking Brazil or wherever the fuck they were where they had that street race where uh, Dom has to choose between two people that he kind of knows from being blown up. Yeah. You know that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we come to find out that one of the people, like the lady that doesn't get blown up, is the sister of... His son's dead, like, that's his dead ex-girlfriend's sister Mm -hmm. from Fast Five and Six. Mm -hmm. Like, that's who that is, the sister. Mm -hmm. What if we got rid of her, made Brie Larson a street racer... And Jason Momoa is kind of coming after her as well, or she gets involved because she was going to go visit Brian or something. And Momoa like sent some people after him and she got involved. Mm -hmm. It can like, we can still have the angle of family and street racing and all that because I mean, the, I forget her name. The one who, uh, like, the sister to the dead cop lady, she's like, I'm a street racer, and I feel like my sister, she was a good one, and I was a bad one, and yada, yada, yada. We could still get that from Brie Larson, like, yeah, my brother, I, like, you know, the super soldier. I mean, the ex-cop who turned super soldier, car thief, all this. I don't know. Yeah, we could have gotten more. No, I, I definitely agree. I, I just think those two characters in particular – both being these new characters who have like these tenuous relationships to past characters is like, I just felt like I got so little out of both of them. You might as well combine them into one and make, that's kind of what I'm saying and make one stronger character. Cause like to me, Brie Larson's daughter character of Mr. Nobody. And then that girl's sister character to what's her face. I'm just like, I don't really give a shit about, either of these people yeah but that's because you hate women we need to get that established here on the podcast is that you don't care about the female narrative like true um so yeah that let's establish that if there was a compelling narrative i probably would care Mm. but who's to say um but no i do i do agree that combining these two characters would give I don't know, a more compelling story to one of them because neither of them, like, you can argue like, okay, we get Brie Larson in the mix because Dom and the crew, they've been um, blackmailed, not blackmailed, but um, what's the word? Um, you know, not sabotage, not blackmailed. Set but up, framed? Yes, framed, framed, thank you. Framed by Momoa's character, so the agency is against them. But then you have Brie Larson's character who's still with the agency and she can get them stuff. But now she's like, well, I'll work without the agency. So she's apart. She's apart from it uh, as well. So why? Like, why is she involved? I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't know. And then what more does the sister do other than, like, give Dom the files of Momoa's character. Why couldn't Brie Larson have done that when they met in the bar and had drinks? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just like giving uncompelling characters something to do. Um, but I mean, speaking of uh, uncompelling new male characters, this other fucking guy who's like the turncoat, like the head, uh, like this guy sucked. Like I, Ames. I, I Ames, <laughs> like I didn't fucking care for this guy. Like he looked, yeah. I, I mean, for one, he just looks goofy as hell. Like I'm just supposed to believe that this like fucking muscled out hunk is like the, the the head of this, and he's just in like skin tight like spray on skinny jeans. Like I'm just like, come on, man! Like this is crazy. At least put him in like a suit or something. But that's what this universe is. I mean, I know the biggest and baddest cop who had like global immunity was The Rock. <laughs> You know, like he was a six foot six mountain of muscle. Yeah. And he he just walked around and called everybody some bitch and darling. Yeah, but you know, but at least as much as I don't really like care for the rock, at least he's got like some level of like the rock charisma. This guy fucking mm. aims like who is this fucking guy? Ames. Like, like I just didn't get Ames. I didn't get any little glint of like and I don't know how he's gonna stand toe to toe with uh Momoa with the reveal that they do. Like oh, towards you mean the like end. how he's supposed to like be compelling at all with Momoa as like the main villain? Yeah, because yeah, obviously at the end they reveal that yeah. uh, he's, you know, they're working together. He's working in league. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know that he he's I don't know that he as an actor is looking to do that. I think he's there to fill a role and like hit his marks and like collect that paycheck. Oh yeah. He understands I mean, sure. like Momoa is like that dude. And he's like third or fourth. It's just, banana. it's just sort of like, it's just sort of like, what if in uh, the dark night, the Joker just had like a sidekick, like yeah. just some guy. It's just like, okay, I mean, sure. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I mean, isn't that what they did with the dark Knight rises? With like Bane and uh, what's her tits? Talia. Oh, yeah. But that was like not good, right? No, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I Well, I'm also just surprised that like Jason Momoa would like sincerely partner with anyone. Mm. Because like we learned. Well, I do want to get into this like one small detail, but because we learned early on that like. <laughs> All like every person who works under him, I assume he's kidnapped their families and is just like holding yes. them all hostage. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, they are, except for Ames, because we get that we get that other flashback yeah. or the extended flashback where Ames was in the police precinct in Fast Five looking to do illegal business. Yeah. But just a a, a note that I'm curious what you thought when this happened, because like it's they go out of their way in that early scene with Momoa and Cypher where we learn that he's like recruiting people to his efforts because he kidnaps everyone's families and loved ones. So all right, right. so all these grunts for hire are like these people who are just like forced to do his bidding. True. And there's an explicit scene. <laughs> where Vin Diesel's son is just murdering people 
with John Cena's car cannon. Uh, well, no, 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 no. Okay, so there was a scene where, yeah, he had some people that he like told, I have your families, help me with Cypher or I'll kill your families, yada, yada, yada. Help me with uh, God's eye or I'll kill your families, yada, yada, yada. That was that. But he then stole all of the Fast and Furious team's money and bought mercenaries uh, yeah, yeah. as his army. So yeah, that's okay. what that's what all those people are for. They're guns for hire. Okay. They're guns for hire and the agency. So they're also just like good dudes too. Like there's bad dudes and just like good super soldier dudes that are out there like right. just trying to get these people to pull over and this fucker's got an El Camino with cannons. Um, well, fair enough. They deserved it, but he's still a murderer. I agree. Uh, I, I mean, look, if, or what, what this, this movie for better or worse, it does. It feels like it shouldn't be anymore, you know, like, they yeah i mean they definitely hit like this really great sweet spot with like five six they really and, did like five six and seven and then they really did and i i feel like the spectacle was there with like eight where they're like oh they're still going okay i don't know how and then nine happened and they're like he's got a brother now this is nuts but like with ten and you're telling me this is going to be three parts. I'm like, I mean, it's entertaining, but the returns are diminishing yeah. at like a record, a record pace. here. It, it, it's just the sort of thing of like it, like what they are building with this uh, series. It's like they are pretending like they have the cadence of like the initial, like, like I think we talked about this when we talked about F nine in that they're, they kind of like stumbled their way into this universe. Yeah. Like, yeah. And unfortunately you can't really plan that far ahead when you're just like sort of stumbling into something. So I, I just like, seeing this now and seeing that it's going to be this three part thing. And it kind of goes back to what I said at the top of just sort of like, what are you really trying to accomplish with this like big finale? And it just would have been so cool if they could go back with hindsight and like actually establish mm -hmm. a universe with like all these characters and stakes that really make sense because all, all they, every movie, every subsequent movie, all they can really grasp towards is like, a bunch of past characters aren't actually dead and yeah. the villains yeah. are just people who were never mentioned or are the siblings or offspring of like mm -hmm. other villains. And it's like, it would have been cool if there was some like long running uh, culmination yeah. of something that we knew was like in the background. I, you know, uh, this whole time. And it's like, finally, yeah, something you're building towards. Yeah. To finally culminate in this like epic th three fucking, like, I just don't believe that there's any universe where the writers like, no, it has to be three. 
it has to be a three-part finale. Like, there's no way we what? can tell this story. Did you story. say the writers? No, it's not the writers. It's Vin well, Diesel. No, I, sure, sure. But yeah, I, I, and I get They're, shit. The writers, they, they handed in a one, a one, uh, act, not a one act, but like a 180 page script. And they're like, Vin, I think we got it. This is the movie. This is fast 10. And Vin like thumbed through it. And he was like, more. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, Vin, like, we have an ending here. And Vin, like, gets to, like, page 13, and he's like, end of act, like, end of movie one. <laughs> and, like, uh, what? And he's like, make it. So they just took 13 pages and stretched it out into a movie, basically. Yeah. Like, everyone is I, spread out. There's all this bullshit going on, all these, like, yeah. weird asides. Like the shit with Pete Davidson oh my God. and that weird um, black market thing where they get nothing. It's, yeah, it's. They, I don't know. I, I that was like ten minutes of bullshit. I I did have a huge problem in this movie, and a lot of it, like that scene for sure, but a lot of it also with like basically all the John Cena stuff in this movie where I'm like, uh. where I'm like, you guys, there's not some comedy quota that you need to hit. Like you don't need to do this. Like this is too much. Like there are fun little moments with character interactions. Like those are going to happen naturally. Like it feels like they are just forcing, like I said, this like comedy quota. And, and I also just don't like, narrowing in more on the John Cena stuff like I didn't love any of that just because it feels like you established his character in F9 yeah and then this is not his character this is John Cena yeah yeah exactly we'll talk about someone playing themselves like John Cena has now established himself as this like comedic muscle man over the past yeah. like several years in these different roles. And like, he's just dipping into John Cena. He's not Dom's brother in this, in the way that he was in F nine. Like he's just, he's this like John Cena, goofy goofball guy. Yeah. Goofy super soldier, like cracking jokes while I'm killing like unnamed dudes breaking through floors and whatnot like i don't know yeah no cena did not work for me here at all and yeah i mean yeah yeah i got i got no no time for cena in this no so i kind i'm i'm in the camp like i kind of hope that he's dead like honestly sure yeah no i i would not be upset if he did die like they brought him back he didn't test well there's a version of the movie where like he does whatever he does and he survives and like that got like people are like yeah kill him so the net or the studio said kill him and john cena's got to make the peacemaker and he's got to do like i don't know other shit like another transformers movie maybe so get him out of here like he's yeah. we had too many muscle men right now <laughs> too many <laughs> yeah it's 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 too much um, Scott Eastwood was in this. Yeah, that was. I mean, thank God he was out of commission within like 15 minutes of him sh- showing up. Yeah, why? Like, ah, it's. I think it was just it was just to set up the uh, legendary Ames character. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, like him, yes, him coming in. Uh, oh, also, did you, I thought it was super weird that 
the post credit stinger of F9 was like just some random scene in this where Han shows up at Jason Statham's doorstep. That happens in F9? Yeah, that's like the post credits tease is like Jason Statham is punching the guy in the punching bag. And then uh, someone knocks on his door, he opens it and it is Han and then it like cuts to black and you're like, oh, Hmm. what happened there? And then this movie starts and I was like, because I just watched F9 and I was like, I wonder what that was all about. Like he just showed. And, and then, and then when uh, they were in London and Han was like, I know someone, I was like, Oh, he probably like established some sort of like alliance yeah, no. with him. But then it was like literally that scene. And I was like, Oh, is this just like, you didn't plan that. Like, did, did, I don't know. Like I, I have a hard time believing they like planned yeah, that, no, I, but it wasn't even, didn't. but it wasn't even no. like a, a payoff it was just sort of like i I, it was very odd i didn't really get that they actually did something very similar to that in marvel uh, in the mcu they did they did something almost identical with like captain america the winter soldier and the falcon in the post credits of i think like ant-man or some shit but yeah that's neither here nor there that's wild like they could have like just not put that in there yeah like why did they need that in there i don't know it was that was a weird thing but um i yeah i don't know i i I think generally speaking i i would rather have a lot of elements well yeah there's a lot of things that were weird and not totally working but i think generally speaking i'll gladly take momoa's villain Mm. to like some ultra serious like imagine if this was like just aims you know like like, oh god that would that would be like nightmare (laughs) material so like (laughs) that uh, is that's terrible yeah so like uh, jason momoa is on one like he's having the time of his life he's just chewing the shit out of every scene he's in it's yeah it's it's at least matching the absurdity and i mean like fucking uh michelle rodriguez is literally like in an avengers style yeah like, they're using like facility. lasers to stitch her up and shit I'm like this is <laughs> this is like this is like tony stark's fucking lab like this what is this fucking place come on like well, that's the thing that's the medical site of the quote-unquote agency that they work for like the secret organization it's like even when ames was just like I'm going to have a meeting right now with like when he was in that room with all those like holographic um, <laughs> yeah, monitors was, around him and he pressed the button wild. and there was like all these silhouetted people. That, yeah, it's like, like a up. shadowy global council of yeah, luminaries or something. That's who the crew works for now. Dude. They got recruited by Mr. Nobody. They, I mean, yeah. they are the Avengers, basically. They're the car Avengers. When, I mean, dude, fucking Dom drops out of a helicarrier, of like a, a big ass plane or some shit onto the freeway and like crushes a number of cars, not a scratch on his. No. And then two helicopters, like, oh my God. use grappling hooks. The- and he was just like, my turn. That and scene. Fucking. 
That was so good. I, I love that. I love that scene. I was hoping that that was going to happen when they latched onto him. I was like, I hope he fucking swivels yeah. and they like slam into each other. And he did. He can control his car with the Nas or whatever has more power than two helicopters. Dude. When they were in uh, Rome or whatever, and they were trying to control that bomb and where it went, and he was like going down <laughs> the streets, and he saw that the bomb was rolling for like these two gas pumps on the side of the road, and he looked and he saw people enjoying uh, food out at a cafe, like out on the sidewalk. He goes, "That bomb, it'll create fire." And he says some shit like that. So he takes his car. And rolls it up the side of the building so that way it knocks down the poles of all the cat, like the little cafe. So when the flames hit, his car is blocking it and the the cafe curtain thing is fallen and it's protected everyone from the fire. Like there was one point where they were like, Dom, the bomb is loose. And he's like, I got it. That's all he said. He's like, I got it. Yeah. And he did got it. He, he drove his fucking car off a bridge to hit a crane so <laughs> the crane would spin and hit the bomb into the water of the Vatican. His car, in reality, that car would have just exploded on impact <laughs> of that crane. Like, there's no way uh, his fucking car would have enough momentum. Off the, off the fucking uh, assembly line Dodge Charger or whatever the <laughs> yeah. fuck it was. 2022. Yeah, made out of plastic. Yeah, just off the rip. Yeah, it would it would splint it would shatter into splinters in the air. That's what would happen. But okay. How do you feel about Charlize Theron and Michelle Rodriguez? Because mm. that was actually one of the parts in the movie where I was like, they're giving me something. You know? Like with all these other guys with like Statham, with The Rock, with Vin with I don't know if Momoa's got it yet. I haven't seen him fight or anything, but all these big dudes, they have these clauses in their contracts. They're like, if we fight, I can't yeah. lose. Yeah. No, I mean, you know? Yeah, that's tr- that's totally true because It's so boring. Because but with the the yeah. the facility fight and also uh I thought Cypher's fight in the very beginning was a pretty mm, good fight yeah. where she just gets the yeah. shit kicked out of her and like with the elevator falling I was like this is pretty this is pretty good stuff yeah she was like on her heels and she had to fight her way out of that building and same with Michelle Rodriguez and uh or uh Cypher and Letty in the like medical facility yeah, I was those, like this those this fight fucking hurts those two fights were way more interesting than most of the fights but especially that that whole Statham sequence in the boxing thing. Uh Like I just did Statham in this movie was like totally forgettable to me. Like he didn't add anything to anything for me. No. Um, yeah. 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 No, I'm with you on that. I just wanted to give, uh, give a shout out to Cypher and Letty because they, it's, it's like the, the John Wick thing. Like, John Wick, whoever created that character was not afraid to show that character getting his ass beat because, you know, the best part about those movies is watching John Wick, like, somehow get back up. So if I'm watching Vin Diesel in these movies, the only thing, like, that I'm really watching, I'm watching how the fuck they write 
like Dom doesn't lose again. You know, like that's the only thing I'm watching for. It's like, how do they write themselves out of like yeah. Dom driving off the side of the off a dam and not dying? <laughs> like what? Wh- how are they getting themselves out of this? That's all I'm watching these movies for now. It's not for anything else. But whereas like with John Wick, I'm like, well, how the fuck does he survive this? Like <laughs> I, I get to watch him like get beaten to a pulp and still somehow manage to get back up. And I'm watching like resistance I'm wa- but with yeah. these movies I'm just watching like kids smash their hot wheels in midair and yeah. I understand that that's it's, it is what it is but it's it's like yeah with Vin D- with Dom you know that character and all, all the other big guys who can't lose but like with with Vin Diesel specifically it's like any situation he's in he's essentially just unkillable like if he's in his car, it, if you have like he says, you made one mistake. You never took me yeah, out of my car. It's, like it's like, yeah, like the, the only like tension with him and, you know, especially in this movie is just like you never see him fail in his technical ability. But you do see him, I guess, quote unquote, fail in that like this movie's whole thing is like, Oh, you can't save everybody, you know, kind of thing. Sure. But it's like, eh, but like all, the only guy that he failed to save was, was a that dude one who, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That one dude who was in fast five and that's it. Like he was in fast five and he was, he, he was like a dick to Dom at first until Dom beat him in a street race. Yeah, like like it, they didn't give us anyone. That, it, oh, and I mean, also his brother died. Maybe. Well, but uh, yeah, that's what we'll I was just, that's what I was just about to say. It would have been more interesting if like there was a chance for him to save his brother, and like he sure, and he couldn't or something. But like he like his brother just sacrificed himself. Yeah, and and uh, Dom had no like say over that. Um, so it's just like taking taking responsibility away from him i don't know yeah it would be it would definitely be way more interesting if uh the stakes could get raised a little bit because yeah i mean like literally this movie ends aside from the antarctica like ending it literally ends with like (laughs) dom and his son uh, at the bottom of a dam that's going to explode <laughs> in 1.5 seconds. And it's just like, there's no tension. Cause I'm like, well, some bullshit's going to happen. And they're just, well, gonna- I mean, also you forget just before Dom and his son are at the bottom of that dam and they're waiting for everything to explode. They've watched the plane carrying the rest of the yeah, team. Right. Fiery, like, crash into the mountainside so there's absolutely no hope whatsoever everyone's dead for sure for sure yeah when a plane explodes off screen you know that (laughs) everyone's done for it well you we saw it on fire like falling off into the distance Mm -hmm. all i'm saying is what's gonna happen in this next movie is as soon as the fucking thing goes to explode Either the signal is jammed or everything does explode, but fucking three cars just fucking rev around Dom and it's it's all the crew and the water somehow like 
goes around them. Like it doesn't go into this circle of cars until like the huge yeah, wave subsides a, or something. Yeah, they create like a water yes. tornado that just until like they're able to open the passenger side and they're like, get in and they hop Why? in and they're they all drive away. Like if they're gonna pull the shit that they pull in this in Fast Ten, like just go like do what you want to do all the way like don't half-ass yeah. it like give make like yeah make a dom like a fucking uh waterbender with a car or something like yeah i mean well he's already a car bender yeah true um yeah i don't know i i don't know what to expect really uh from the next two films, <laughs> Oof. Uh, I like, I, and I'm also a little worried. Like, I don't know if, as fun as Jason Momoa was in this, I don't know if that energy can like sustain for mm. another two movies. Maybe I don't know. Well, I feel like that's what that stinger was all about with The Rock. Because I'll tell you this: I have been, I've been Team Vin, ten toes to the ground since the fucking beginning. Mm-hmm. This dork started this franchise and left and decided I can't do any better. So he came back and he built it again from the ground up. And The Rock, he comes in and he pretends like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm franchise Viagra. You put me in, I'll, I'll make you a billion dollars, yada, yada, yada. Vin Diesel, he's got a big, big ego, all this shit. Like he's bullshit without me. Look at The Rock now, flopping. Black Adam flop in mm-hmm. the hierarchy of the DC universe. Uh, the power set is blah, blah, blah. Go fuck yourself. The rock Dwayne, get back in line. This is Vin's house. You know, your family over here. So I've been 10 toes for Vin since the beginning, but in that tease, in that little sting of the rock saying, Lying hard to find you some bitch. And then cracking the cell phone in his hand. Mm-hmm. I was hyped. I was like, oh, here we fucking go. That's what I'm talking about. So getting Hobbs in here, I think bouncing off of uh, Momoa. That might that might give us a little something that might. Sure. But also, also. What do you think the odds are that Paul Walker makes an appearance i was gonna i was gonna say at least for the final film like they gotta that's like i think so i don't i mean i just feel like this franchise is continually trying to like resurrect Mm. things they they all they want to do is give you like oh shit moments and i feel like at a certain point that's the biggest thing you could possibly do is like when dom is like actually at his breaking point and like there's no saving him that fucking paul walker in his whatever his classic car is just like flies off a cliff and skyline or something like that that's the only thing you could possibly do to be like the ultimate final uh thing of like oh shit they actually did it i don't know how they would Mm. pull that off Mm. but I feel I feel like they're they're gonna have to figure it out. I feel like they definitely do it, probably in the final film. Wow. Because in reality, Brian is just chilling while yes, all this shit is. Every going- time. 
every time. In reality, he is at home with the kids. And, and you know that like his character in universe would not just be sitting idly by while absolutely not while like there was the whole premise of number seven yeah while everyone he knows in his quote-unquote family is just off being framed and just on these like international missions it's like yeah uh, his wife has been uh framed for international crimes and he's just like yeah at home watching bluey yeah absolutely not it's, I don't know, man. It's wild. Yeah, I, I'm with you. They got to bring him back. The uh, I just don't know that they can do it well. Yeah, the technology. I don't know. The technology is not like fully well. AI, man. Yeah, I okay. Well, let me ask. Yeah, deep fakes. Let me ask you this: If they bring him back, do you think it will be for like an ultra quick like? two or three minute thing like at the very end because certainly they can't have him be like a central like that feels like too much work <sighs> to have him be like <sighs> a part of it because right 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 at that point you, yeah, you would have to have cgi on his face for the entire th- time but you'd also have to have an actor who can like do they would have voice. to bring back one of his brothers well no they wouldn't even have to bring back not for his voice you have ai for that has that happened though where they they bring back like a some dead actor but with like a fully synthesized ai voice has that happened no not yet but uh it this may be the one you know shit i mean every week i'm watching like these stupid videos of people who are taking joe biden or yeah like whoever else and like making wild ai videos and they're not too far off so if people can do this from their phones you're telling me a major um studio couldn't cook something up in a few yeah. years to to be passable you know i don't know i i feel like uh However they do it, I feel like it's definitely going to happen. I just feel like there's no bigger single moment that the series could have than that. True. And Vin, he's a showman. Yeah. Like he's going to want to go out with like a bang and that's the biggest bang you could have is Brian coming back (sighs) and pulling some shit, saving the day. I don't know. Yeah. Uh will it be like wildly offensive and <laughs> disrespectful? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I was about to say his daughter, uh, cameoed in this movie. Oh really? She was actually, uh, yeah. The flight attendant who handed John Cena, like the little bottles of liquor and the key. Oh wow. Yeah. So I don't know. I, if anyone can pull it off, it would be Vin Diesel. You know, yeah. I I would have to imagine he could coax like Paul Walker's family into like giving their blessing. I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, man, what a different series this would be if Paul Walker was still around. 
Oh my God. I just feel like it's like you said earlier, there's too many muscle men. Like it, it was. Yeah. He brought a different energy. Yeah. Like he, he was scrappy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. Oh. Um, yeah. I don't know. Fast 10. Uh, interesting for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We will see. Um, I'm going to start like throwing out theories and like wild thoughts and like how they're going to bring back John Cena, like what the real story is with fucking Giselle being a submarine captain now, like what what's <laughs> going on there. Yeah. It's wild stuff going on. So, <sighs> all right, where are we, uh, where are we going next? What are we talking about? <laughs> um, we could dive into severance. I know you said you. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, well. Finished. You know what? Let's do what? some uh, quick thoughts on both because I finished um, Pin Fifteen and oh. Severance. Yeah, I'm. I'm a connoisseur of content, folks. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm taking in both. Both ends. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm. I'm. I'm airtight over here. Uh, Gang banging content. So yeah, Pin Fifteen finally got to meet. What's his name? Daryl. Uh, D, that's Maya's boyfriend. Yeah. Um. What is his name? Um. Well, isn't uh Anna's boyfriend is Derek, or no? Is the friend Derek? Oh, so it's Derek and Steve. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Steve is the boyfriend, and then Derek is the Maya's. <laughs> boyfriend yeah, yeah derek is like the best ultimate he is trash. like exactly who i was in high school and like goals to the 10th degree like just like oh god he's the coolest like that guy like no of course bad news yeah bad news man I, I was just instantly like he's the kind of character who i don't know if i'm like thinking of anyone in particular from my like that I've encountered in real life, but it's just, I feel like I, he feels so oh, yeah. fucking real. Oh yeah. And just the, he was someone's brother. Yeah. Someone's friend's brother. Yeah. Just like this ultra sketchy, just fucking yeah. weirdo that I, I was just so terrified in like all those scenes and like, man, that finale really took me to a dark mm. place like that. Like the scene of the two of them, like that was one of the most brutal things I've ever seen. Where I was like questioning, I'm like, what? How is this series gonna end? Like this is like some like dark depths that I did not expect. Is uh, it dark? I mean, that's. I mean, it's childhood, man. It's exactly it's, it's us like experiencing shit for the first time. I know. No, I know. Uh, it just. I- I'm not too far from where you were, though, but I, I was extrapolating it for a while and I was trying to figure out like my feelings in the moment. And it felt weird being a man in my mid 30s watching it. But I had I mean, I'm reminding myself this is I mean, these are two women in their mid 30s who created this and they're talking yeah. about their experiences when they were going through this. And I was the same age as them while they were like all this shit was going down like that 
the last episode where um <clears throat> what is it Maya and Anna they're they're at the, one of the guys houses like late at night or something like that mm-hmm. and they had they'd quote unquote run away but they didn't they're just like out late and hanging out with the boys and everything and things go further for Anna or wait no things go further for Maya and I don't know I it's weird but I remember being in those situations around those ages where it's just like you don't know what the fuck you're doing you have no idea you're and I don't know it's it's very natural and very scary so yeah I felt Mm. but that's that's the way that that entire series really makes me feel is just like a deep dread of like this weird nostalgia yeah yeah Yeah, for sure yeah no I mean like to varying degrees I feel like everyone at that age there's always that first kind of big thing where you find yourself in a situation where you're like oh oh, this is like serious. Yeah, this is happening. Yeah. This is like a scary, serious thing that I'm suddenly in the midst of. uh, And like things escalate a little bit further than you thought they would. And and just like, especially just being in that house, like I I feel like everyone found themselves in like a friend of a friend's like cousin's house. And it's just kind of like super sketchy just even a friend's house that you've never really gone to before and is further than you you like have traveled and maybe you're on foot and it's a different part of town like i definitely went to like there were days in high school like when i was a freshman where we just cut class for the entire day we would go to whoever's house was empty mm-hmm. and we went to a friend's house and yeah it was it was a good distance to walk, and it was also in a part of town I didn't fucking know. Yeah. So I was just like, huh. Yeah. I mean, it's cool that I get to, like, not be at school and I'm doing something, like, wild and, like, daring or whatever, but shit goes south, like, I don't know where the fuck I am. I'm 14. Yeah, totally. And I don't have a fucking cell phone, all right? Because 2001, they're not, like, as readily available yet. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah totally it's a different world and yeah i mean like you know for as like shitty as um the Derek character was also for steve too like it was really so insidious and painful just every time he would just default to be like i love you i love you i was just like like i just wanted to fucking hurl every time he said that i was just like dude come on yeah enough enough like that was like some painful painful shit um from anna's end but terrible yeah uh but i can honestly say like i am those dudes they were dudes that i was around mm -hmm. like being of that age well no i was i wasn't like those dudes ages but i was like my and anna's like kids ages or whatever um in 2001 and it's just i wasn't doing that shit because i was doing the shit like sam and 
those other like the younger kids were doing like mm-hmm. you know yeah so, for sure uh, um God. yeah i definitely appreciated there was a couple like moments in like the final few episodes that felt very like um very i don't know like kind of poignant and sort of ah, weird yeah. and powerful like um that. definitely the uh the cancer walk episode mm. when like there was just that scene like at the end where where they're watching the the dudes at the top of the hill with the new set of girls or what? Yeah, but just like that whole scene where they were kind of walking and there was that weird like chorus of like mm. old people like singing, but then they like disappear. Mm. And it was just this very weird, surreal, like uncharacteristically surreal moment. Uh, and then it's just like the two, I think they like start crying or something and just like the whole emotion of the moment. And yeah, I don't know. It, it was like a weird thing but but then obviously like the the final scene with the two of them like reminiscing (laughs) and just that kind of like i mean they like they break character to be like their older selves for a minute and then they like and then they dip back into like the naive like we'll be friends forever and we'll live together forever and yeah yeah it's yeah it's just Man, it's yeah, got to be one of the most like potent nostalgic pieces of media I've ever seen just cuz it's like ripped straight from our yeah, our time. Just something like so unapologetically true and mm-hmm. just raw cuz ugh. Like a lot of that shit like watching it like it made me cringe while watching it because I just remember being there to the degree that I was like, I don't want to remember being there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I like being like a little kid. And then now, like, I don't need to remember the middle part. That shit was agonizing. And just, mm. Yeah. But what are you going to do, man? Ten fifteen. Yeah. Um, and shout out to Sam. I was glad he finally got a Ooh. win. Uh, and that they yeah. they finally got together. That was just a very sweet thing that I think we were all hoping Definitely. was going to happen. But yeah, I'm I'm just like I'm super stoked to see what they do next. Not that they're going to like do something together next, but just the two of them as creative. I believe people. Maya she's going to be wit- working with Donald Glover, right? Oh, I don't know. I didn't, that, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, and that new uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith adaptation. Oh, geez. I didn't even know about that. That's wild. It was going to be Phoebe Waller-Bridge, but then she dropped out, and then Maya popped in. <laughs> Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She's like fucking Mrs. Worldwide right now. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> she's doing. Like, She's... I don't know. I hear rumors that she's like involved, might be involved with like writing the next James Bond or something. Like, I don't know. Hmm. And then obviously she's a main character in yeah. the new uh in the new indie. Indie. I never watched Fleabag. I watched like a couple episodes of it and then didn't continue. No, I didn't check it out either, but I understand 
like the basic premise is like the main character is just she is a flea bag. She's like a piece of shit. Yeah. And yeah, it's the goings on of her like exploits or whatever. Yeah. I didn't I got it. I didn't like hate what I saw. I just didn't um it's just one of those things I just sort of dropped for no You hate women. Yeah. I dropped yeah, for no good bothered. reason, but yeah, I mean the whole thing with well, sh- yeah. The whole thing with Fleabag too is that like she breaks the fourth wall like all the time and like talks directly to the camera. That's like the Is that something that bugs you? Um no, I think it might have felt a little overdone. Uh I forget like that Deadpool and Deadpool 2 are your two favorite movies, so <laughs> you having watched those back to back for years and years probably like no one's ever going to do yeah. it as well as Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> That's the problem. No, yeah. If it's not Ryan, it's I can't. I can't handle. Yeah. Anytime you're watching like old Looney Tunes, you you pause it. You look to whoever's in the room. You're like, give me a lot of Deadpool vibes. <laughs> give me a lot of Deadpool energy, huh? This Bugs guy. Yeah. He gets it. Everyone makes fun of me because that's my like saying. I say it's a lot of Deadpool energy. That's yeah. my main point of reference for everything pop culture <laughs> is Deadpool one and two. Yes. Not even the comics. No. You can't be bothered. No. Fuck that. I don't give a shit. It's Ryan Reynolds or no. bust. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pen15, shout out. Shout out. Maya and Anna. Fantastic, fantastic comedians and actresses. Yeah, like you, I can't wait to see what they uh, come up with next. Mm-hmm. So let's let's get into Severance. Oh, uh, okay. Adam, let's talk Severance. Adam Scott? Uh, Look, man. John Turturro? What? Oh, Johnny T. Johnny T was slanging it. Uh, him and Chris Walken? Chrissy. Oh, yeah. Johnny T and Chrissy. They're killing me. Um, Bert and Irving. A love story for the ages. But honestly, the entire series was just... It messed with my head. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go back and maybe do like another watch through now that i have certain questions answered and i know that there's going to be like foreshadowing and hints and clues and whatnot that i can like go back and check out but uh overall i think i'm very hmm i am i'm content with the way that it ended like even with the cliffhanger and everything like i loved what i saw but like you now that I've watched the entire first season, I can definitely say my least favorite aspect is um, Roseanne Arquette. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just felt, I think I remember saying it just felt like too, it just, it's too much. Yeah. I think. Um, Very much so. I, yeah, I don't know. I She, hmm. it, like every other performance is to the teaged perfection. And then after our conversation last week where you said you had a problem with her, like the actor, like there's an episode I was uh, like, I, she hadn't really gotten, she hadn't really like worked her way into my head yet as like, like who, she, not who she was or anything, but her mannerisms or anything like that hadn't really like, like dinged with me yet so 
when you said that, I was like, okay, well, she hasn't really done anything that like over the top or anything, anything that's taken me out yet. And that very next episode I watched, I think she was like yelling at Adam Scott's character and put on this weird affectation with her voice and then like bottled everything back up and went back to her regular speaking voice. And I was like, yeah, that was too much. Like it was that. And then her as Mrs. Um, Selvig, the neighbor and her weird voice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, you're doing, you're putting like a hat on a hat right now. Yeah. Is it Patricia it's, or Rosanna? Rosanna? Uh, no, I think it's, I think it's Rosanna. Or is it Patricia? It's Patricia. Patricia, Rosie, I'm sorry. Rosanna's yeah. in uh, Pulp Fiction. Um, right. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you watching Deadpool again? I, Yo, we're trying to record a podcast. I, am, I can't help you it. You gotta pause it's it. Ryan, I just can't, can't quit it. You know, the cool part is that he knows he's in a movie. Yeah. Oh, man. I got Mint Mobile. It's uh, just based on <laughs> Ryan Reynolds' ownership of that. Uh, <laughs> Mint fucking Mobile. Terrible coverage. <laughs> Terrible coverage. But uh, Ryan swears by it. Yeah. So, you know. He po- he's Siri Mint. in that. In Mint, if you got mm. Mint Mobile, he's just Siri. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I um, yeah. So you didn't you didn't dig it as much as I did, I imagine, because I remember you saying like you had some issues with it. I'm trying to remember what I said. I uh, it wasn't like anything too damning. You're no. just like I liked it. Yeah, You're just no, like more on the fence. I think I don't know. No, I I, I thought it was overall really solid. I, I think the Patricia Arquette character definitely didn't fully work for me um it, yeah it just felt like a little too big for my taste um i think though uh ultimately it's like i don't know they're, they're, it's definitely very dense and there's a lot uh there it's it probably would be easier for me to talk about like if i did like a rewatch um Cause like it, there's a lot of stuff to like grapple with in it. Um, mm. But I think ultimately it sort of feels like the kind of series where it's like, it's going to be hard for me to like really come down with a verdict until like, I know what's happening with the, it because. So when you say like what's happening, you mean completely like a complete series I, wrap. It's yeah. Just cause unfortunately I, I, I feel like the need to, or the impulse to like judge mystery series differently because like, mm. so I, it's like the hallmark of any like mystery series is like, they could completely fall to pieces or sure. it, yeah. it could turn out pretty well like i I don't know like it's just um i don't know it's it's dangerous ground i think to like tackle a a series with like a big kind of mysterious sort of yeah no i'm with happenings at the center of it because i'm just like the you're building up a lot of lore here and Mm -hmm. i don't know what's actually important and what's or what you'll be able to pay off yeah, like and what payoff will actually be satisfying? 
Yeah, I th- I think that I think for me with season one of Severance is like you have a lot of really good, pretty strong characters at the center of it, and like I, I would personally like to see them be the focal point but like you're spending a lot of time on like the lore of lumen and all this shit Mm. and like i just am not convinced that it's gonna pay off Mm. in any meaningful way or that you have like a plan i don't know that you have a plan for like half of this shit uh maybe you do Mm. and it'll be great but especially like again like i said with like hearing these rumblings of like there's creative differences or like some shit i'm like i don't know like this like severance like what they built or like what the guy who created it like what he built with season one it feels like he probably has a really solid secure like it it just seems like i don't know if shit starts to get messed with in there Mm -hmm. and like he leaves or something and like someone else has to pick up the mantle. It's like, I could see that easily everything breaking down like pretty fast. Mm. So I'm, I'm just like, I liked season one as a package, but I'm just, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm keeping it at arm's length. Like I don't want to get too close to it, you know? Cause I just, I could easily see it kind of bursting into flames. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought it was solid for sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, reading up on this beef between, uh, yeah, uh, yeah um, the creator and Stiller. Not seeing anything. Not not seeing anything too damning. Just that okay. they were slow to get back on schedule for season two. And people were wondering what the holdup was. And there was some rumor that Stiller and the showrunner didn't get along but nothing to be like confirmed and then the writer's strike happened so okay well uh fair enough fake news nathaniel strikes well, again it's just what i heard just like uh just like his uncle fauci yeah i did hear it on the dark web mm. and they're always up to hijinks over there so they are they um, are indeed but yeah, I don't know. It's it, yeah, it's like it's one of those series that yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just it's so dense that like I watched it pretty recently, but I feel like it's slowly leaking away from my sure. memory. Uh just cuz there were Yeah, no, there were Yeah. There were episodes I would watch and then like maybe I would uh watch it before I went to bed one night and then the following day I'd get home from work and watch or start a new episode. I'm like wait no let me go back and i would rewatch at least like half of the episode just because like there's so much going on or like little things and maybe i was looking at my phone so i definitely want to go back and rewatch because i know yeah. there's a lot of things that i know were hinted at or like i said foreshadowed or set up and i'll be able to appreciate on a second watch through maybe <laughs> um mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I also, I think I read somewhere, like, um, I think I was listening to a Severance podcast, like, Mm. earlier in the week, and they were quoting the showrunner saying, like, nothing that has been seen is on accident. So, I mean, that makes Hmm. me think, like, there's all this shit, like, laying around that 
would lead to a bigger payoff if you pay closer attention. So right. I don't know. Okay. But it all depends on if and when the show will ever return. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, even at this point, I would definitely probably need to rewatch season one. It's it feels like the exact kind of show you can't just like waltz back into season two. No, no, no. Uh, but I mean, yeah, those final moments are pretty seared into my mind. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty tense stuff. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. OK. Any, anything else to add about? Would you do you think you would get severed? No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> no, no, no. I, no, I can't no. like the idea of <laughs> the idea of like half my like not knowing what happens, mm. like what would my body is up to like half of the time. Like I can't. It's it, it's horrifying. Like yeah, I, I know that's that's the rub of severance is like you don't actually know what you're doing, and in my head I'm I'm telling myself oh, you're just going to go to work and do what you normally do, but you'll have no memory of it when you, like you're going to, as soon as you get in your car to leave is when you'll be you again. Yeah. But as soon, yeah, so I'm, I don't know. I mean, the idea of not having to go through the, you know, and no one really loves, uh, you know, a shitty desk job or any kind of like, mm-hmm there's a lot of types of work that most people don't like. And the idea of not being conscious for it um, seems really cool. But like, I don't know, like obviously we met through uh, our old jobs that we used to have, like back in retail, the retail world. And like, obviously there was so much of that job that sucked and that it wasn't fun. But like, (laughs) yeah, Imagine if we didn't have any of those memories and that was just some normal, that was just some normal job where nothing interesting ever happened, let alone a fucking weird shadowy uh, corporation where um, a bunch of weird uh, religious shenanigans are happening or like we we don't even know what the fuck Lumen is up to, but um yeah, what are those goats it's, for? I mean, your your work life really is part of your life where there's people and relationships and all this crazy shit. Yeah. And so like even if it sucks, like to not be aware of any of that is wild. Yeah, I'm just trying to like I'm thinking of one of the worst jobs I ever had. Mm. And mm-hmm. at this particular job, I didn't bring like I didn't really bring any friendships outside of the space at the time I was supposed to leave. I left, but I still carried like the aggression and the annoyance and the vitriol of that day from working at that place to my home life. So I'm wondering, like in that instance, would it be beneficial because boom, right at the time I'm supposed to leave 
all of that's wiped away. I have no memory of it. I just get to go home and relax. I don't have to deal with any of the bullshit or the monotony, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. Yeah. Well, aside from that, you have, I think there's tons of ethical implications of creating another. Such as? Creating a, another consciousness that is trapped in. Uh, is it? I don't know yeah. that one. One, it's not necessary. Is it another consciousness? Yeah. Or is it? Uh, it's my consciousness split no. into two. It's it's one that's been shifted into like shunted. One's been shunted off. Just my work me. But like it's clear how different the two people are. Like it, it there there can be. There's it's clear how. I mean, we're seeing a small sample group. Okay. You know what? You're right. Do it. Everyone should get severed. No, I don't know about everybody. Everyone should do it. Even mm. the playing field. Okay. Well, it's I not definitely it's I'm, not fair that I'm some thinking people about are doing so- it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing it. <laughs> I want to get severed. I don't know. Yo, quick question. Um, you having an Apple device, but your girlfriend being smart young lady that she is having a Google device. Um, mm-hmm. how do you do you find it difficult to cast to your Chromecast that you have? We don't on your television. Do you, we don't use it. We don't use our Chrome. I don't even have a Chromecast <sighs> anymore. Okay. Okay. Well, we do like we just do everything off my PS5. Um, I see. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So. Barry and Succession. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Definitely affected by one more so than the other, but I'm very curious as to how both of these shows wrap up next week. Uh, Like, yeah. Barry, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I don't. Do you know if the runtime is going to be any longer next week? Because I can't imagine they they knock it all out in 30 minutes. Yeah, I don't have any insider info on that. But yeah, 30 minutes is a... What? I thought you went to film school. What the fuck? I know. Um, Yeah, 30 minutes is like a huge ask for everything that... But I I don't know, like Barry, it's on its own fucking wavelength now. I feel like Bill Hader is not interested in like being... um, like having some payoff, you know, like I, I could easily mm-hmm. see him just being like, fuck it. Like, I don't know. Cause yeah, I, I mean like clearly they are going to, I assume have the Fuchsberry payoff or why well, payoff is a loaded word, but like they're going to come face to face, I assume, mm. which we, I, I expected would happen. I do, the thing that I don't know how they'll do in 30 minutes is get Barry and Cousineau face to face again. Mm. Like that's the that's the one where I'm like, I don't know how that happens. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know. But uh I well. 
Yeah, no, you're right about the whole Barry and Kusino thing, because right now it looks like they're maybe arresting Kusino or bringing him into custody. And Barry mm. is like loading up to go assault precinct like Noho Ball or whatever. He's going to yeah. go ape shit on that entire compound uh, to save Sally and uh, John. Yeah, I mean, the only way is if, like, Barry survives and he goes back to prison and then Kusno's in prison. I don't know, but that's a lot. It's a lot to fit into a final episode. Yeah. I wonder if it'll end with, like, Kusno, Fuchs, Barry, and Noho Hank all in the same prison. Like, yeah. And they're just... Yeah. They're living out the rest of their days there or something. I don't know. For sure. I don't, I just don't understand. Like this is such a wild trajectory for the final season of a show where like you see this guy living with his consequences, jumps eight years. All these characters are like in these disparate positions. And now I don't know. A couple of them are like crime lords. One guy's been on the run, living different lives, and another one's been a hermit. And we're wrapping this all up. Next episode, thirty minutes. Ah, Bill Hader, man. I don't know. He's a talented fucker. So if anyone can do it, it's gonna be him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Um, Yeah, well, I, I imagine uh, from the way you set this up that you were much more affected by Succession this week. Eh, I like skimmed it. Mm. JK, it fucked me up. <laughs> yeah, it was great, man. Yeah. Uh, Karen Culkin. Jeremy Strong, man. like. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Sarah Snook, all of them. They're killing it. Alan Ruck. Like this fucking guy, all all the Roy's, everyone involved. I God, um, Roman's breakdown with the coffin, yeah, and like it's like he's in there, like, ugh, brutal, brutal. Yeah, it's it's the yeah. I mean it's like the make or break kind of thing. And like, it's, yeah, I think it's, uh, being made especially clear to Ken that, uh, Roman doesn't have it. Doesn't, oh, doesn't have that yeah. dog in him. No, 100%. But what's even becoming more clear is that Kendall actually may, yeah, which is surprising. I mean, we sort of saw that in the last episode, like from last week was him moving and shaking and sort of like having this, yeah. this focus. There was, yeah. Like we, 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 uh, I, I think the first big glimpse was him being able to handle the, um, the, uh, what was that? Like, yeah, uh, him on stage the at the uh, yeah. that presentation thing, he actually was able to pull right. it off, and um, and then with this, yeah, there were so many moments. It's like obviously him giving the his speech, um, 
you know, at the funeral. And then it's like afterwards, like him cornering, uh, the, um, Logan's, uh, bodyguard guy. Oh, Colin. Like, yeah. Colin, like hit like that whole play. Um, him cornering, um, fucking what's, <laughs> what's his face with the, uh, say like, you'll be my dog, you know? Oh, uh, Hugo played by uh, Fisher Stevens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nathaniel, read an internet once or twice, all right? I know. Learn some actors. Sheesh. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it's him assembling, like, a new crew. Like, mm. I mean, Jess, she abandoned ship, but he's like, fuck that. I'll get Colin. I'll get Hugo. Like, Kendall, he's got that dog in him right now. He is He is ascending to the throne as he watches his brother crumble under the weight of grief for their father. Uh, all that pre grief shit. Yeah. Out yeah. the window I, and go for it. <clears throat> but yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, Roman is just like off the deep end, especially that, that final scene of him, like just trying to find comfort in the chaos of uh, that riot and everything. But I mean, shit, I, I don't know. I mean, Shiv is, uh, Got a lot going on. She does, but the problem is Matson and Mencken. Like, they keep saying an American CEO. No one said Shiv. Uh, you're on my whole fucking... This is what uh, my girlfriend was all on last night. This was her hype. She's like, oh, didn't say, didn't say Shiv, just said American CEO. It's like, yeah. Yeah, well. that's all they fucking said, man. But that's what Shiv said. That that's like I don't know. Exactly. It's, it, it's just like the they're gonna fuck her, man. For sure. For sure. I I feel like yes. It's I I don't trust uh fucking um Madsen. I don't trust Madsen or Mankin. Oh, so oh, I trust. Yeah. I. I trust. Oh, yeah. I trust yeah. Mankin. <laughs> I've tried. Yeah, I like what he's. He's got a kind of, yeah, kind of his jib. He, I'd like to have a beer with him. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, I would love to have a beer <laughs> with Mankin. Straight shooter. Straight shooter. Yeah. We need a guy uh, like that in our White House. <laughs> um. But no, yeah, I I think um for sure like getting the two of them, that feels like uh nasty business like she's just mm. sort of put these two fucking uh yeah these two fucking evil titans of industry <laughs> uh she'd be like hey yeah uh you guys like each other right it's like yeah and you definitely still need me right right <laughs> right <laughs> exactly <laughs> Yeah, you definitely like, still need mm. me, right? So yeah, no, it's they're like pushing her head out of frame. Yeah, no, it is scary for sure. I, I mean, Shiv isn't breaking down in the way that like she is trying to make moves, but it's it's nasty. She is it's but, nasty business that she yeah, that she, she is. But I think she's also fucked. she's also not really grappling with the fact that she is pregnant and yeah, she will have to take some time away from work. It will affect 
her performance in some capacity. Like she tried glossing over it with Madsen saying like, oh, you know, I'll I'll work from home. I'll do like a stint, like a little two day um, yeah. cesarean thing. I'll be right back in the office, blah, blah, blah. It's not in it's the like, cards. Yeah, nah, nah, I, fam. And then she's got the whole shit with Tom. Like, I don't know. Mm. I'm feeling like Matson is like he's watching that and the fact that she didn't dis- like not that she would need to but the fact that she didn't disclose that she was pregnant and he picked up on it and mentioned it to her he's going to get weirded out by that and maybe like give the american ceo to someone else i don't know mm-hmm. but it won't be her yeah i yeah for sure um yeah i don't know i mean how are you feeling just with I don't know I just feel like I would not be well I don't know I I just don't know that I would be satisfied with anyone winning I don't really Hmm. want anyone to win unfortunately that is the show Succession, I mean, by definition, no, means someone. No, no, no. Like this, again, you and my, I don't know. This is, again, what my, my girlfriend was on. She's like, well, it, 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 it's, it was. <laughs> Why do you make her sound like some <laughs> dope? She is spitting straight well, facts. No, but like. She's I, on my type of shit. That's I, what I'm talking about. Obviously, the title is called Succession. But I, I, I don't know that that was like written in the stars that's like, Oh, we promised, we promised that you would get this. Like, I I don't know. I, I I just don't, I'm not, it could happen for sure, but I'm not convinced really that like one of the siblings will reign supreme and deliver the, the long awaited promise of someone, uh, succeeding the throne of Waystar Royco. It's like, um, I don't know. I just sort of feel like, um, to me, it feels, it would feel weird in a way if one, like these feel like people who need to be severely punished for their, for their crimes. And I just feel like for one person to walk away on top just feels. Well, um, I mean, I think you're forgetting. I mean, not just because someone wins doesn't mean that yeah that's fair i mean you know well, they, just because someone becomes yeah, the head yeah. of you know like they're not they're not gonna be saved from public scrutiny or anything sure quite opposite actually they're gonna be under the eyeball of the entire universe now because they're gonna be the head of this giant conglomerate it's not gonna be the three siblings the three <clears throat> roy kids anymore it's gonna be the new heir to you know logan roy's uh, empire so yeah i don't know i think yeah one, it'll be satisfying if we do get a definitive answer, s- simply because we then get to think about what that world would be after you know they're they're leaving on such a high that we get to like build up the universe in our head after that we're not left with the sad reality of whatever it would become in lackluster seasons you know they're getting out before those returns diminish they're getting out for sure just at the i mean 
initially, like I said previously when we were talking about Succession on a on another episode, the like Brian Cox's character was supposed to have died in the first episode of Succession, and the show was going to be like the dogfight between the siblings and other um, outliers to try to see who would become CEO. And now that we're seeing that, this last episode is going to basically be a pilot for a show that will never be. And that's kind of cool. I enjoy that with my stories. It's like the closing of one. We see like where this story is leaving us, but it's also birthing a new chapter if someone were to pick it up five, six years down the line with an HBO limited series from the creative directors behind Wasteland, a pop culture podcast. I don't know, Nathaniel. I'm just speaking it into Mm -hmm. the universe. You know, I'm manifesting. Yeah. Put it on your vision. Yeah. Well, um, I definitely do like the, I mean, they, well, they are definitely setting up this like thing with Ken specifically of like, I, I do like the the tragedy of him that they're setting up of like yeah he, him becoming his father yeah and especially like man uh, yeah shout out for sure like that that whole opening kind of well not the, the oh with Rava not the literal opening but yeah just the whole thing with him yeah with Rava uh, but just yeah it's scary stuff. Definitely. um, And it's him. It's it's mainly scary because we saw him so close to getting out from under his father's thumb so many times, only for him to want to be so different and want to do things so differently that he only ends up becoming his father. Like or at least a pale comparison of his father, you know, to the point where, like, he's pushing his exes away he's he's building this conglomerate around him and glad handing evil men in order to make it safer for him and his family not realizing that the politics of these people that he's bringing in are at complete opposite ends of what his family stands for well not like his quote-unquote family but i'm saying like rava um, mm-hmm. Sophie, his daughter, Shiv to some extent, although Shiv throws her politics out the window when it means she gets uh, a cushy yeah. CEO position. Oh my you know? God. Yeah. No, brutal stuff. But um, no, yeah. And um, yeah, it's just so. Um, yeah, it's just. Um, it's wild and just. Um, with this episode, uh, yeah, I mean, like, they've been dealing with it for a long... I mean, it really is the whole sh- show, sort of, um, in a nutshell, in a, to put it in a crude way. But uh, with this episode specifically, it is wild just to see, like, so many moments and um, th- uh, scenes of... Um, we- with them grappling with the, um, yeah, just who Logan is specifically, but just that there even is a question of like, 
Because, yeah, wasn't it um, Shiv who had that moment where they're like. Oh, where she asks um, Frank and. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- Carl. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's like for these people. It's just the endless um, sort of question of like, because to us, it's obvious. Right. Yeah. Well, no, Logan Roy was not. Yeah. A good man. And um, to, well, yeah, to people in the series too, it is obvious, but there is, yeah, it's just the constant like, um, like living with blinders on sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously it's just, yeah, it's the constant back and forth of like in denial about who Logan really is not wanting to believe it. And yeah, for what you said, it, it is the thing with Ken specific. Well for, yeah, for everyone, but Ken specifically, it's like, Oh, definitely not. It definitely won't. um, Yeah. Be. Yeah. This corrupted my father, but I'm different. Yeah. Like I will walk a new path and yeah, it's just, it's all the same, man. Yeah, it's just thing after thing of, um, yeah, everything like yeah, and yeah, like with you just said with um Shiv, it's like everything just flies out the window when it's convenient or when you start succeeding. Uh, yeah. and yeah, I think there was that moment with Ken a couple episodes ago where. Yeah, I think it was like the last scene of one episode where. I can't remember what he said, but it was just like he was like in his car or something at night. Oh, yeah. And he was talking to his driver. Yeah. And it was just like, um, yeah, he was so high on the fact that he um, did some whatever deal it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. um the minute you yeah i don't know i'm spinning my i'm spinning my fucking wheels but it's uh yeah it's great i don't know hmm okay well i mean top notch uh commentary but yeah no i don't <laughs> yeah we'll we'll see exactly what jesse armstrong has cooked up for all of us next week we'll see what bill Hader has cooked up for all of us next week oof some grand finales mm-hmm. of both succession and barry respectfully um i mean shit man other than that are there any big movies oh the little mermaid but i can't imagine that you would go see that because it's woke liberal <laughs> trash oh man you can't be bothered <clears throat> no how dare yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, everyone knows Little Mermaid um, is my pride and joy, and they've ruined it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ruined it mm-hmm. for sure. So I no, I don't want to give, um, I don't want to give uh, them the satisfaction. And it oh, no, and and honestly, hey, if I'm being honest, uh, I don't want to give. W- <laughs> yeah, I don't want to give the woke left a win. Mm. You know what I mean? You can't. No, because they'll take it and run with it. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem with those fuckers. No. 
Yeah. Uh, so other than that, I mean, you're just going to have to catch up on some snowfall or figure out you're going to have to come to the podcast and tell me what's cooking, man. You're going to have to give give me something that's cooking. Um, hmm. Yeah, I got nothing. I mean, for sure. Oh, wait. I know this is a different podcast. We talked about it on a different thing, but I want you to check this out. New water bottle. Do you see this? You see this? Can you see that? Uh, yeah, for sure. It's like uh, it. clipping against your green screen sort of thing, but All right. I can see it. Okay. I can see something <laughs> for sure. Well, look up the color. It's called like uh, like desert gemstone or some shit. Uh, gemstone chic. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. All right, hold on. Say, look it up. Let's see. Oh wait, what's the brand? Gemstone what's the brand again? Gemstone. It's uh Owala. Oh wow, it auto-filled. It knows. Oh fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, it did. Um algorithm is strong, baby. Wait. Camel chic green. No. Gemstone chic, here we go. Yeah, I got it for my mommy. Wow. For mom's day. Yeah, we still gotta get you one, partner. Huh? Huh? Folks, I've been going yeah. on a journey with Nathaniel for a water bottle for a new water bottle for months now. And he's been digging his heels in. Mm-hmm. That's my, you need that's something my thing. To drink your sarsaparilla out of. We'll get you nice, Love me nice mustard. My sarsaparilla. Yeah, I know. I know. I need a new water bottle. Yeah. Summer's coming. Ooh, good point. Okay. All right. Yeah. So is there anything else uh, that you wanted to talk about pop culture wise or anything that you maybe wanted to float for the show next week? Or are we just leaving the people? Oh, I mean, Asteroid City is coming out like in a few weeks. We should probably watch some Wes Anderson shit, maybe rank some stuff. I don't know. That's an idea. It's an idea. It's something I threw out there. It, yeah, it's a great idea. Oh, it's a fantastic idea. All right. Well, uh, no. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll end the show. Um, guys, we're getting out of here. Wasteland pop. Thanks for listening. Yeah. No, it's great. No. Yeah, it's great. Goodbye, guys. Bye. Later.